Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Happy Friday. Woo. Time is flying, right? It really is going quickly because it doesn't seem like it's been a whole week since I did a Good Friday podcast. You know, time is precious. Don't waste it. Don't waste it on people you don't like and people who don't like you. Don't waste it doing things you don't really want to do. Your heart isn't really in it because you'll look up and you'll be 75 years old. (laughs) Where did my life go? Oh, man. But I won't be like that when I'm 75 because I started uh, I started maximizing my days when I was when I turned 40. Actually, when I got out of the hospital, when I turned 41, there is a very chronicled. Uh, version of my health journey in the the deep history of this podcast so I'm not gonna uh, retell it right now but yeah when you when you realize like ooh, I might not be alive you know at some point it 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 changes you you know and hopefully for the better you just don't want to waste any time on anything or anyone and right now I don't really have any time to waste so it's like you know, people think stuff is hitting my radar and it's like, what? <laughs> I don't even have time to think about something like that. <laughs> anyway, um, so yesterday I, you know, occasionally Apple Music does not have great playlists. They're getting better. But Spotify had them beat very early on with playlists. So I never really examined Apple playlists, but I did yesterday. And Pop Smoke came on and uh, I had heard his name and I knew he wasn't alive. I knew 50 had produced his record posthumous, posthumously. Is that how you say it? Posthumously. Sounds weird. Anyway, he was not alive when 50 produced the record. So uh, he sounds like 50 a little bit. And I'm not convinced they're not related. But anyway, I was listening to it. And I knew he wasn't alive anymore, so I was like, let me let me go look this up. So apparently, Pop Smoke was renting John Cougar Mellencamp's daughter's house. Isn't that interesting? Uh, she's described as Teddy Mellencamp of Real Housewives. But if you're old enough, you realize her dad's John Mellencamp. And so, uh, who's one of my favorite artists? I, I was a huge fan in the 80s, and I still am. So anyway, he was renting her house and he got murdered in it. So that is an odd story to me. So I start reading about it and the people they arrested was they were in some sort of robbery ring and um, he had taken pictures on social media with the address of the residents in it. And those people... Uh, people saw it and some people came and robbed him and killed him. Um, without being able to read the whole case file, I still don't believe there it was. He had gang affiliations in his life. So I don't doubt that there was some part of that involved. But, you know, however he died, whatever the specifics are, um, he was 20 years old. And he, you know, was starting to make a name for himself in music, had a, the record, I guess, is doing okay. I don't know. I don't, 
what I heard was all right. You know, it's not one of my new favorites or anything, but people like him. And now he's dead at 20. I cannot tell you how devastated I would have been if Prince had been murdered when I was 16. You know what I mean? I think these kids, there there has to be some trauma. You know, when your favorite new artist might be murdered, you've got XXX Tentacion, you've got uh, Pop Smoke, you've got Juice World. I don't know if Juice World was murdered, but he died at in his tw- early twenties. Lil Peep, he overdosed on Facebook Live or something. I mean, I can't imagine the trauma I would feel if Michael Jackson, Prince, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan, who was else was I rocking in high school? John Mellencamp. If any of my Journey was a huge Journey fan, I still am. I can't imagine if my favorite bands, Earth, Wind & Fire, were like dead while I was a child as a fan. You know what I mean? I, I, I think the trauma of all this death... Um, you know, yes, of course you should be able to look at it and say, oh, now I can value my life more and do, but uh, these are children we're talking about. People who listen to this music en masse like that are kids and they have got to be, I mean, we should be doing wellness checks on them because your favorite artist might not make another record. I don't know. I don't know why, you know, I am on my, on, on Fridays. I'm in my feelings. I just don't understand this at all. And why it's not a bigger deal. You know, we're just slaughtering each other. And for some odd reason in the black community, if you die at the hands of another black person, that's not nearly as egregious or troubling as if you die at the hands of a white person, especially a police officer. Then then we're going to protest, we're going to march. And yet, I'm not conflating the two. It's all wrong and scary and sad. But... You know, police shootings, even the most frequent of them, don't happen as often as, hey, I'm a 16-year-old black man. I'm going to shoot you to death, other 16-year-old black boy. It doesn't make sense. And the fact that we're not more outraged by it, St. Louis City already has some crazy high murder rate for the year. We're in April. And it's, it's strange because... I live here and I honestly don't have a lot of problems. I really don't. I don't have crime issues. I don't, I've been very fortunate. You know, I lived in D.C. when D.C. was like, woo. I lived in D.C. I went to college there when they ran out of police tape one weekend because it was so much crime. They ran out of yellow police tape. Okay. Uh, The murder rate was sky high. I think they hit 300 pretty easily when I was uh, at Howard. You know, that's the Howard I went to. D.C. is clean and safe now. Um, But when I went there, it was not. When I went to D.C. and went to college, it was... I'm surprised my parents let me stay there. Um, I don't know that I would have let my baby (laughs) go there. (laughs) And you learn. You learn. You learn to see what you're supposed to see and nothing else. Don't go looking for trouble because you'll find it. Stay away from drugs. Stay away from drug dealers if you can. One of my housemates decided she was going to date a drug dealer. That was a nightmare. Um, 
And I just look at St. Louis right now and it feels a lot like that. You know, it's just like everybody thinks it's easy money. There's no programs. There's nothing set up where you can see people getting real alternatives. Uh, You know, right now, St. Louis should have set up things 20 years ago so we could be reaping the benefits of it now. But okay, since you didn't do that, let's do it now. You know, it's just scary. I don't understand why young people don't value their lives more. And and how black people have so much self-loathing that they can look at another person that looks like them. And it's mostly boys. Or the girls that they consider themselves to, quote-unquote, be in love with that they just have to murder. I mean, that is just... Our young people, we are letting them down. Because this is not a healthy, safe way to grow up. You know, you should feel safe in school. You should be able to break up with somebody without them coming and kill you. Um, You should be able to have a fist fight with somebody without them getting up and shooting you. I mean, this this mentality, this I I just don't understand it. And yeah, it all came from the fact that I decided to Google Pop Smoke. And it's like, dude, this guy, he was 20 years old, had a bit of a street background, which apparently most people who come from, you know, low income backgrounds do because they want quick money. And, you know, in certain communities, the drug dealers look cool. They're the coolest. And with drugs and gangs come violence. And, uh, you know. They made a point to let us know he was gang affiliated in the article. So I'm not sure that that didn't have something to do with it. It certainly emboldened the robbers to come in there and shoot him in the chest. Because I'm going to tell you something like these Hollywood rings of criminals. Most of them don't come in blasting. They may tie you up and do some crazy shit to you all night. But they're not really trying to catch a murder charge just to rob you of the shit you put up on Instagram. Unless I'm completely mistaken, there was that robbery ring that went on for a long time in L.A. And they didn't they were just robbing the shit out of people. They didn't were blasting them in the chest. That's something different. Anyway, I uh, I just don't understand why that's not outrageous. You know, if if you look at the number and three of the people who committed that crime were minors you know, but how can I, how can I be so sensitive to you being a minor if you go in at 15 and shoot somebody in the chest? I, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's a complicated issue and we certainly aren't going to resolve it on mad love, but man, that's sad. And I cannot express to you how devastated I would have been if Prince died at all while I was a child. I was hurt shit six years ago when he died. (laughs) And uh, uh, just to think that he would have been murdered, like, oh, man, I was talking to my little cousin Jackson, who's, you know, 18, but I was talking to him and he was so busted up about Juice World dying. And I was like, this is really sad. You know, when you're a kid, your your favorite music artist shouldn't die. They shouldn't be dead. But that's the world we live in. That's the world we've created. And it doesn't look like anybody is in a rush to do anything about it. Young black people are dying to, from drugs uh, at the hands of each other. And I just I don't understand why it's not considered a crisis. Why it's not being met with epic uh, 
funding. You know, there's a, we are killing ourselves into extinction. And I get it. Get there how you want to. Make it make sense however you want to. Racism, institutionalized, all of that. Get down to it however you want to. But at the at the core is this inability to stop killing ourselves. And it really makes me sad because I personally don't think there's anything more beautiful than a black boy who becomes a black man. They are really, if they knew how beautiful they were, they would stop killing each other. But clearly they don't. Where, where I see beauty, they see hatred, self-hatred mostly. Because if you look like me and I love you, I can't kill you. You know, it's sad, really. It really is. And I'm not trying to bring nobody down. It's Friday. But real shit happens on Friday, too. <laughs> sad shit happens every day. Um, and I, you know, I am looking forward to the weekend. I don't know why I think I'm going to be working in the yard, which I don't want to do. But that's life, being a grown-up. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just, it's, those are the things that, that is the thing that was on my mind today. So like yesterday, I really didn't have much percolating, percolating at that hour. I just, you know, it was mellow. And I went into the office and got foiled by some tough problems. <laughs> so that's pretty much going to be the rest of my day today is trying to figure out how to make something work that that was told that we were told works, but, uh, I got to figure out how to make it work and make it work for us. So I'm looking forward to this weekend. It should be nice. And hopefully everybody will find some peace and some joy. Please check out madlovepodcast.com. Uh, have some blog pieces up there, um, that I think people will find interesting and complimentary to the podcast. Um, Really, this weekend, take some time. Check out that video I posted up there about memory. Um, I know I have a wide swath of people that listen to this from every age from 17 on up. Um, If you have someone in your life with memory issues or diabetes, uh, diabetes is a prescription for memory problems as a person ages. So, um, yeah, check it out. It's about an hour long. It's well, well worth it because check it out. You can prevent dementia if you follow some of the stuff this guy says. And, uh, you know, sign up for the newsletter. I mean, I get a newsletter from him every day and it has had value. I'm a caregiver, but I'm the child of two people who've been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and I do not want that. And I've made that clear. One of my friends has told me he would make me a Toxatini if I get diagnosed with it because I'm going to drink it too because I don't want that. So brain health is everything. Heart health is everything. So pay attention to what you put in your body. Your body's designed to heal. So if you just stop eating carbs and sugar and really manage it, you should be all right. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if I can get my loved one to stop doing that, but... uh, I manage it as best I can, you know. So anyway, check that out. And uh, let's just have a great, relaxing, peaceful weekend. We've earned it. I feel like I was just wishing you a great week. So now I'm wishing you a great weekend. And uh, I really do appreciate all the new listeners. I appreciate the support. You guys are the best. 
and uh, know that I have much love and respect for you. Um, And yeah, my love is better than regular love. It's mad love. So that means it's real. Okay. (laughs) All right. As always, thank you again and please be your best.